Welcome to Sunday service. Thank you for joining us again. We are glad that you've welcomed us into your homes. How was your week? And what are you believing God for this new week? I hope you've had a lovely time and I hope you are well and safe with your families. We have been fine ourselves and we are so excited about February. It's the month of relationships and we're going to be discussing about singles, married and all that. Um, we want to share things that would help us to have more fulfilling relationships, um, richer relationships, um, relationships that are mutual, that are cordial, that um, are glorifying God, that are an example in our community. So it's so nice to be with you again. And um, why don't you share? Why don't you ask your friends to join us? We're going to be talking to singles today. Um, what can we do while we wait and while we date? So yes, why don't you share or call anyone who you think will benefit? And yes, um, it's good to learn at this stage in your life. And um, everything you learn matters because it adds to you and it helps you to be successful in your choice and in your decision-making towards a life partner. So yes, why don't you um, share and call your friends to join. Um, let us pray. Father, we thank you. Bless you, we glorify you, we honor you. Thank you, Lord God, because we know anytime we come into your presence, we are changed. Father, as we hear your word as we discuss, these important markers that will help us make the right decisions towards the choice of a life partner. Father, we ask for your insight. We ask for spirit of wisdom and understanding. We ask, Lord God, that you would speak to us, Lord. Father, we don't want to hear man's opinion. We want to hear your heart. And so, Father, Lord, speak to us, Lord, for we are here to hear in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. So, yes, we're going to be talking about talking to singles. What do we do while we wait? So, um, I think it was two weeks ago we talked about new wineskins in, in regards to relationships. And we talked for singles. We mentioned two things, which I'm going to mention again. One is purpose. One is purpose. Because if you don't know where you're going, if you don't know where you're headed, if you don't know why you are here, it will be complicated trying to find someone else to go with you. So it is important that while you wait, you find purpose, you find yourself. And if you remember, we read from Jeremiah chapter 1. I don't mind, would read that verse again? Jeremiah chapter 1. In verse 5, it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So this was God speaking to Jeremiah. And we use this to establish that God has a purpose for everyone. Before you were conceived, God already knew you. and knew why he was sending you to earth. So it is your duty, it is your responsibility to find out what it is. This is very, very important. And as we go on, we'll see that this is very important to know before you begin to date. 
it is very important. It's not a prerequisite, but it is important, especially as a Christian. You need to know what God has called you to. For instance, if God has called you to ministry and you know, then there is a sort of person that you would want to get to know. There's a sort of person you would be looking to marry. You can't just marry anyone if you're called into ministry. So you need to know what God has put you on earth to do. And this would inform your choice of a life partner. And the second thing we mentioned was service. We talked about Rebecca and how in your place of service, it is easy for you to be found. In your place of service, you position yourself to be found. And in your place of service, you learn. Because marriage is about serving. Marriage is about serving. If you think marriage is about um, just being pampered and being comforted and chilling, then you're in for a rude shock. Marriage is for service. Or is all about service. You serve your partner, your partner serves you. But you don't go in expecting to be served. You go in expecting or, or positioning your mind and your attitude to serve. So when you serve in God's house, when you serve your past, when you serve your parents, when you serve um, your community, you learn to have that attitude of service. And when you go into marriage, it wouldn't be too difficult for you to serve because marriage is all about service. So that is the second thing, what to do while you wait. Learn to serve. Amen. Um, and then the other thing, or the third thing, I would mention is educate yourself, read. You know, people say marriage is one of the, is, is an institution that many people go into very unprepared. You know, when you go into to study a five-year course or a four-year course, imagine the amount of handouts and books you read during those four years. When you go to study, for instance, medicine and you study for six years or so, or five years in some countries, the amount of books, the amount of hours you spend reading to become a doctor. And this is a career that will span years and years. But at some point, you may decide to retire. But you see, marriage is, is, is an institution. You don't retire from marriage. Marriage is for life. If you have the right attitude and you understand the value of marriage, then you know that marriage is a lifetime project. So why do we go in unprepared? Why do we go in without reading? Why, don't, why do we go without educating ourselves? Why do we go in without seeking counsel? You know, we think because I think it's because of how the world is, how, you know, and where do we learn our lessons from? We learn it from Nollywood and we learn it from Hollywood um, and, and, you know, romance novels. And that is a far cry from what real marriage is. So it is important to educate yourself. And there are lots and lots of good books to read. Um, maybe at some point we would uh, provide some resources. There are lots of good books to read on marriage. I, for me, I think the least, the least, the very least you should read is five, five good Christian books. I'm, I'm not just, I'm not talking about just any sort of marriage books or secular books. No. Five good Christian books to read before you get married. This will help to, to help yourself develop maternity, to help you know, you to begin to have realistic expectations towards marriage. So educate yourself. You can also learn by finding a mentor, someone else who you admire, their family, you admire their home, you admire their marriage. Get a mentor and see how things are going because it also gives you an idea, especially if you've grown up in a home that didn't, you know, 
where your parents marriage was not ideal and it's good for us to tell ourselves the truth some of our parents had marriages that were not ideal um, and if we go in with that template we are likely to reproduce the same type of marriage so it is important to get a mentor surround yourself with people who have healthy relationships healthy marriages so that you can learn you can learn amen so that's the third thing to educate yourself and the fourth is position yourself so while you wait position yourself i'm not saying you should go on out there and um, brandish your goods or um, become you know flirtatious or all that that is not what i'm saying that is not the christian way to go about it however you stay in your house and you're not social you're not social media you and that's your choice and you're not um, anywhere you don't you know when they let's say you're in a church they say oh let singles come for so so and so meeting you don't show up or there is a program for singles you don't go for it i mean you need to engage you need to engage uh, in activities and there are lots of these activities that are churches uh, singles hangouts and things like that those are the places to go to first you will listen and you will hear um, from your pastors or from your leaders um, on, on these sort of things what to do while you wait but again you you meet people and even if you don't meet um, someone who wants to marry you or someone you know you get into a relationship with you meet people who you get to know and you know these are people who you would learn from you will learn things about the opposite sex you will learn how men think and all that so it's it is important that you engage with activities that you know would put you in a position to be seen put you in a position to be seen and we're reminded of the the um story of ruth and noami even though this is a little bit different um, and there is a reason why Naomi asked her to do this because it was a bit, um, you know, it was a traditional cultural, it, it was one of the contributions, one of the contributing factors to why Naomi asked her to do that because both, you know, the, you know, because of the kinsman, redeemer and things like that. So that was why it was done that way. But Naomi advised Ruth to do that because, you know, you know, let's go and read it. Let us read it. It's Ruth chapter 3, verse 3. So Ruth uh, told Mami, Ruth chapter 3, verse 3, wash, put in perfume, and get dressed in your best clothes. Then go down to the threshing floor. And don't let him know you are there until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, note the place where he is lying. Then go and uncover his feet and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. So this was a bit of a cultural thing. I'm not advising anybody to go and do this. This is a bit of a cultural thing. However, it's the principle we want to bring out. You know, it is the principle you have to put if we didn't do this if she if she didn't do this and said no 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 no, i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it you know boaz would never have known to go and challenge you know talk about redeeming her um 
and her estate. So it is important. What am I saying? It is important. Put yourself in the right position. For some of us, it is, you know, get yourself together, get your appearance together, get your appearance together. If you're on social media, have a good um, profile picture. Yeah, this might sound mundane, but it is, it is important because this is how people notice you. This is how people see you. And we all know we are all visual creatures, men even more so. You know, many people are attracted to what they see. So when they, you know, it, it, that is what starts the curiosity and may lead now lead to a relationship. So have a good profile picture if you want to be taken, do it. Um, present yourself properly. You know, make sure when you come out, you're looking nice. Put yourself together, carry yourself well. These are the things that get you noticed. And you're not doing these things to get noticed per se, but it helps. Every little helps. So, um, yes, get yourself together, put yourself together, and you are positioning yourself while you wait. Amen. Amen. So, we will go on to while you date. So, now, um, you know, and the way Pastor. Um, describes the, the dating process. So dating is not courtship. The way it describes the dating process is when you are just being friendly. So you're being friendly, you're in a cohort or in a group, um, singles forum, whatever it is, you work together, you volunteer together, you serve together in the same department and you are friends. You know, you talk, you call, you know, there isn't necessarily any romantic relationship at this point. But you are friendly. So at this time, and then at this time, you can say, oh, let's meet up here. Let's meet up there. So there's nothing wrong in it. As long as it is a public place, it is a safe space. Um, but what do you do at those times? What do you do? You know, many people in the Western world like to do something fun when they go for a date. They don't necessarily rush into um, to go for a meal, which is one of the special things we do, let me take you out, we go for a meal or for a drink or that sort of thing. They go to the park, you know, but here most times they go to the park or they go to the cinema or they go for, go hiking or to the zoo or to, you know, to other, to other places just to know, you know, when you go for these things, you now get to know what this person likes, what that person's interests, um, what, you know, and it helps you know if this is your sort of person or if it is not at this point you're not personal asking you do you want to marry me or no so this is a very preliminary stage but at this at this point it's important to do a few things that will help streamline if this is going to go somewhere or if it's not so these are the important things to do actively while you date so one is ask questions ask questions don't assume assumption is very dangerous in relationships very dangerous don't assume anything there are people who even doing this dating process they already feel like this man is proposed to them they start to act like you know we were caught in our engaged when the relationship has not even been defined you carry on as it because he's called you a few times a few times uh, a few nights you now feel oh why a couple um, or he says, oh, let's go out to do this. And then, oh, you start feeling and you start telling people, oh, there's this person, I think we're going to get married. 
and then when it now doesn't work out or he moves on or something you now feel very heartbroken very hot so don't assume anything just ask open questions and i'm not saying go to class asking what do you what where do you see me and yourself when you see this relationship going not at this stage so at this stage is ask open questions what are your interests you know this is the time to know where do you see yourself in 5 years where do you see yourself in 10 years what would you like to do in the future where would you like to live um those sort of things just to get a feel of this sort of of this person and know you know and you can start to think is this the kind of person i want to be with or not so very very important ask very open questions not close questions um so how many children do you want to have uh well, so if you want to ask us sort of things what do you think about children rather than how many children do you want to have do you want one boy do you want two girls do you want you know just open questions um so what do you think about this and this is time to find out about the persons and this is very important their religious stance their religious you know beliefs if you're in the same church brilliant because you're hearing the same things but if you're not it's very important or what do you think about baptism what do you think about this um you know baptism of the holy ghost what do you think about this what do you think about that these are the things that can cause trouble in the end so find out all these things what are the person's beliefs what are the person's priorities what are the things that matter to this person you know for some people it's family don't joke with their family for some men it's their mothers they are addicted to their mothers or they're they're tied they're tied to their mother's apron strings and you know if you love my mother no 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 wake up my mother i'm not this one uh you know so if you now know oh is this something i can deal with or is this is not something i can deal with and don't go into this in your mind thinking i'll change him i'll make him change he will change no go in understanding this is this person this is this person not you know i'll change him or he'll change in the future or all that just know this is this person am i willing to accept this person is this the kind of person i want to be with for life so ask open questions find out what this person's priorities are that maybe it might be their career oh i'm very keen i want to do this i want to do that the person i want to go into politics i'm looking to become the prime minister of the united kingdom this is my goal i want to work towards it so that if it's not what you want you know or as i mentioned earlier ministry i'm going to go into ministry in the next few years so that if it's not what you want it's not your dream it's not your purpose not aligned to your vision you can just nicely nicely know ah this is not the one for me and you just step back so it's very important at this stage just to know and as i said use open questions not closed questions because what well, sometimes when we use closed questions we can scare the other person away um with the questions we ask so we not need to use the right tone the right manner um again for vision and purpose you know the bible says in Amos can two walk together except they be agreed can two walk together except they be agreed so that agreement is very important is important and there are different ways you can get to know this most importantly is questions ask questions ask questions ask questions don't spend your time gisting about the trending topics on social media and all that ask questions so that you will no amen the other thing is the social life 
this is also very important because recently I had a story um, about a couple and while they were dating, this man, uh, you know, behaved, acted as if he didn't have any friends. He had no interest in his friends. You know, he said, you know, whenever his friends were like, oh, you know, they just like to hang out. And they're not really, you know, it's not really what I'm into. And he used to spend all his time with um, his his fiance, his fiance, his spouse to be at the time. Um, spend all the time. He used to spoil her. He used to do everything for her. You know, he was just like a super, super, super husband to be. Once they got married, that was it. Started hanging out, spending hours and hours and hours um, with his friends, you know, coming back at early hours of the morning, that sort of thing. And she was shocked. She was like, oh my goodness. You know, she couldn't believe it was the same person. So it's important to know this person in their social sphere. It gives you an idea of who this person is. So if you know this is not the sort of, you know, someone who, for some people, their friends are priority. You know, having that time they spend with their friends every day, hours. For some people, it is their way of life. I'm believing that for Christians, that does not hold. But for some people, they like to spend time with their family. They would spend, you know, every day they have to see their brother or they have to see their sisters or, you know, or spend long, long, you know, time on the phone with them, that sort of thing. It's good to know that person in their social sphere. Um, it helps you to have a feel of who that person is and how they act around their friends, how their friends act around them. It gives you an, an idea of to know how that person is just in case the person isn't showing you because many of us and we have to admit this many of us would put our best foot forward during this dating phase we would act like saints or like angels um which is why it's good to do this under a you know under a, a very conducive non-judgmental atmosphere like church like you know when you're in a group where everybody's being themselves rather than you know in a in a regimented way where this person is just approaching you um, for marriage straight up and then you are from there starting to learn about this person. It's easier for that person to put up an act and you wouldn't know. So um, all these are things you should do while you date. Go out with other people. Find out about you know your interests. What kind of hobbies do you like? What kind of things do you like to do? What are the things that are important to you? These are the things to find out because it gives you a feel of who that person really is and you get to know if this is what you want to, to do going forward or if it is not. And if it is not, that's okay. There's no commitment at this stage. There's no um, proposal at this stage. You can just step back. You can just step back. And it will be obvious to two of you, this isn't going anywhere. You know, you can have an honest conversation about it if you want. But at this time, at this point, because there's no relation, there's nothing set, you can just step back and, and that will be it. But if things are working nicely, you find out, hmm, this is the kind of person I like, this kind of person I want to go on with, then you can move on to the next stage and start to talk about other more important things.
So, um, yes, the, you know, we've, we've managed to talk about what we do while we wait and while we date. I want us to read um, from God's word, Isaiah chapter 34. Isaiah chapter 34, from verse 16. It says, look in the scroll of the Lord and read. None of this will be missing. Not one will lack her mate. For it is his mouth that has given the order. And his spirit will gather them together. His spirit will gather them together. I want you to know that God has a plan for you in regards to marriage. God has a plan for you. The Bible says here, his mouth has spoken it. His spirit will gather them together. His spirit will gather them together. It's interesting then why, it's interesting that many of us as Christians don't believe that God has the power to bring our mates to us. We cry and scream and shout and, and put in a lot of effort trying. The Bible says here, his spirit will gather them together. His spirit will gather them together. If you read above this verse, the Bible here was talking about animals. That's the first thing, first part. Talked about animals. Each one with its need. How much more you? How much more you? God has the power to bring you to your mate. His spirit will gather them. So the way I want to end is, I want you to know for a fact that God has the power to bring you to your mate. The Bible says here, none shall lack her mate. None. None, it is written, none shall lack. His mouth has spoken. His spirit will gather them. So all I want you to do is to trust God. Trust his process. Trust God. Trust his process. Having all done all, just stand. Yes, as human beings, there are things we need to put in place. There are things we need to do. Because God has to walk with you. But know that it is not in your power. To bring your mate to you. You can do all these little things. You can position yourself. You can pray. You can educate yourself. But it's not in your power to bring your mate to you. It is his spirit that will gather them. It is his spirit that will gather them. So I want you. Having done all this. To trust God. To trust God. To speak over yourself. To speak over yourself. To call forth. To say, Lord, your spirit will gather. Your spirit will bring, bring me and my mate together. Your spirit will bring me and my mate together. Your word has spoken. Your spirit will bring me and my mate together. And you stand on this word. And you don't shake. You stand on this word. And you don't shake. Nowadays, we hear all sorts of mind-blowing testimonies. Women in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s, getting married for the first time. It's, there is nothing that is impossible for God to do. Keep your eye. Keep your eyes on God and trust Him. His Spirit will gather them. Amen and amen.
So let us pray. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We glorify you. We honor you. We praise you. For all our brethren who are trusting you for life matters. Father, we ask that your spirit will gather them in the name of Jesus. Bring them to me. Your word has said none of them will lack. Father, we stand on your word. We believe it and we declare none of anyone who's listening to me who, who desires will lack in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord, because we know you have helped us. Lord, we ask and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Next week, we're going to be talking about uh, married couples. We're going to be sharing some nice insights on how to make our marriages better and then after that we will go back to the singles and talk about what to do while during the courtship period so this is a hot topic you know what are the things we should discuss what are the questions we should ask what are the things we should find out from each other when we court because it is those are the deal breakers so that is the at the point where you can say i'm going forward with this or i'm not going forward with this courtship is also not a at that time, you've not entered into any covenant. It's, it's, there is no agreement. You could have accepted a proposal, but there isn't really an agreement. At that point, you can still step back if you find out that this is not the person for you. So we're going to talk about the questions that um, you would you could ask during the courtship period. It will be enlightening. Amen. So it's always great to have you with us. Always nice. Don't forget that we have our um, Tuesday services on Zoom. If you want to join, please leave your number or your email. And we have our prophetic prayers on Wednesdays and Fridays, all our services at 8 p.m. It'd be great to have you with us. It'd be great for you to join us. Pastor has been sharing on great things. And we're going to be continuing this on Tuesday. So we're going to be having like a discussion on Tuesday with our singles. So um, if you want to join, that'd be great. You can have the opportunity to ask pastor questions and myself as well. And it, yes, it's going to be, it's going to be very, very interesting. So why don't you join us? Amen and amen. This week, we are trusting God for a huge, 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 tremendous amount of favor. The time to favor Zion. The set time is now. The set time is now. This February we are believing God for his favor. That that thing we have been looking for will find us. That every door we go through will be open. That the heavens will be opened over us. And that we would reap every seed that we have sown in the name of Jesus. Amen. So go out this week and look out for God's favor in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. See you next time.